Welcome to Millennial Sex Podcast. I'm your host, the Professor Double X, and I'm in the bedroom tonight. Our next guest is, will share with us um, a personal experience of his first time when he says he was also accused of rape. And, um, <clears throat> and so we're going to listen. Another uh, podcast that has to do with rape is number 18 disturbing tale of urban youth so if you listen to this one and you're interested to know how different people sound when they're talking about unsavory sexual behavior um you may want to listen to that one for the incredible contrast between the two all right enjoy Welcome to Millennial Sex Podcast. I'm your host, the Professor Double X, and I'm in the bedroom tonight with a brand new guest. Hi, say hi, guest. Hello. Hello. Welcome to the bedroom. Thank you for having me. What do you think? It's nice, pleasant, calm, comfortable, you know, comforting. Peaceful. Good. Good. So I know that you know the format of the podcast. Our guests share a true story from their lives, has something somehow to do with sex. Um, so I hear that you have a, a story to share. I was 19 years old. I was in the Army. I was on base. I met this person uh, at, a, at a PX while I was buying alcohol. And then I PX? got a, uh, at a gas station selling oh. alcohol on base. Oh, okay. And I was invited to this person's house to have a, a party. Woman. A woman's house to have a party and then i have nothing to do so that rape. night so right so you met her and she's like i have a party going on right yes. now come with me and i followed okay. uh, the direction i was given directions we drove i drove my car along with at least three other people it was two other people it was my best friend and uh his girlfriend who we ended up later and married so there was at least two other people there and he was your friend. He uh, was in the army too. Yeah, he was like my—they call him your battle buddy. He was my, my crewmate. You could okay. say that. And so we went over there to party. So yeah, I was three deep, going over there to party. And then you know the, there were there was just drinking involved. There was drinking games involved. I think there were even there was truth or dares even involved. But none of you guys are old enough to drink, right? Actually, uh, on that base that we were at at the time, it was legal for an 18-year-old to buy alcohol to stop us from going towards Mexico. At that time, it was legal for somebody who was 19 to buy alcohol on base. Uh, so I bought alcohol and took it over to that place. And there was, there was drinking and there was games involved with drinking. I think there were... All right, so we go over to the party that we're invited to. And they're just, you know drinking involved i don't think there's no drugs involved because we're in the army we can't take any drugs so we're just you know partying listening to music telling stories uh making jokes and stuff and then we ended up playing some drinking games which i think ended up being a truth or dare game uh-huh. and we're going there through were a lot of people at the party there wasn't that many other people it was the girl and she was with a guy and i think that was it, it was the so-called the so-called party yeah there might have been one or two more people that I can't remember at the time right now. I just can't remember. It was 10 years ago. Okay. I can't specifically remember who they were. I remember there was a girl, and she was there with a guy. Those are the two who we met at the gas station who invited us over there. There okay. might have been two or three more people who came and left throughout the night, but that's all I can remember who was okay. there. Okay, so it was a small group. Yes, a small group. Yeah, okay. And we're listening to music, and then... Uh, and you were the only single guy because everybody else was paired up, right? 
Yeah. Okay. The way it looks like right now. All right. And we're going through, uh, ended up going through Truth or Dares and telling jokes and stuff like that. And the dares ended up turning into near strip dares uh -huh. to, between, uh, I guess, the girl who invited us over there and uh, the other girl uh, ended up getting dared to do sexual acts and stuff like that. I think people ended up getting blowjobs and stuff like that. The girl who invited us over there, I think she... That's how far the dares went, blowjobs? They... I don't know if there was an actual dare, but people ended up getting the dick sucked, all right? Oh, all right. And she was very happy to do it, and she was very happy to... The I host? think Yes. One of the... I think one of the dares was for her to trade shirts with a guy. She traded shirts, and we with all saw her... her yes, and oh. we all saw her titties and stuff like that. So the, the dares were like, I dare you to trade shirts with this guy. And they traded shirts, and we got to see her titties, and then eventually people's dicks started getting sucked and stuff like that. All by her? I think every guy in there, at least the three guys that I mentioned, me, me being one of them, ended up getting their dick sucked at some point in this story. So okay. she, she openly sucked all three guys' dicks. But I thought your friend had his girlfriend there. They were, he was his, her girl, but I don't know how open the relationship was. I'm just saying that he ended up putting her dick in this other girl's mouth. Okay. And she was very... I believe happy to do all three of them. No, she was never forced to, with the exception of maybe being dared to. But that's as far as the pressure was. Uh -huh. It's a game. I don't know how much pressure is involved with that, but that's what happened. Okay. And then throughout the course of the night, I ended up, when I got mine sucked in her mouth, she ended up dragging me by my own dick, by my penis, into her bedroom that I obviously figured out that she shares with her husband who wasn't that guy who she was with by the way i know she was married i know that that house there was a picture of her with another man in the house and i know if you're living on base that's because you're taking bah to, to live on base with your married partner and it wasn't the guy i know what happened uh the guy was obviously off on a training mission and she was inviting people to come over to do certain things and then she drags me into her bedroom that she shared with her husband and then uh, started having at it. Actually, me starting off being on the pop bottom, her riding me for a certain period of time. And then actually, after that, uh, she directed me to find a condom in her medicine cabinet after she already got on for a brief period of time. And then that's where I so-called wrapped up. I remember that because I was directed into her own medicine cabinet is where I found the, the protection. And then we continued have an axe, and I think uh, my friend left with his so-called girlfriend at the time. I want to say they might have found another ride home because I think I still had my car there because it was my car, but they ended up leaving. And then I had it out there, and the other guy was, was still around doing stuff. I think he ended up jerking his dick in the corner a little bit, and I think he ended up having his turn at some point when I was done. So I think people might even name that or label that as a so-called train and more than one person has it but that's what happened and then eventually I ended up leaving uh, with the other guy and I went home back to the barracks and I don't remember much I think that, that was about it and then I find out and then I go back and talk to my friend and his girlfriend about what happened about how I finally got laid I've never got had a sexual experience before and I was just lying about being a virgin at the time so I could finally drop the lie because I finally had some and then uh, I ended up going to breakfast the next day and talking about it. And the next thing I know, about maybe another day later, I get called in by my uh, superiors and saying that I have charges against me. And then I was investigated. 
And then uh, the investigator had me tell him the story pretty much as I'm telling it to you, maybe a little bit more accurately because it happened within the week and this happened 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. But he, I explained the situation to the investigator. And then uh, they said they'll get back to me. And then I think it was communicated to me by my unit that the charges were dropped because this person has done situations like this before. She's called rape before. I, mean, I, don't, I don't want to call it calling rape, but she's uh, accused many more than one other person before of rape in a similar circumstance. And uh, they had reason to believe that she wasn't telling the truth. And also uh, the two other people, my friend and his girlfriend, said what they saw. And the other guy that was there uh, was also interviewed and interrogated and all I'm saying is that it was dropped but I'm saying that the accusation the whole unit found out my accusation and I was looked at a certain way since then I'm not saying I did anything wrong but I'm I probably did do something wrong but I'm saying I didn't rape somebody mm -hmm. I'm saying like you had sex with a married woman that's adultery I'm not saying I'm not an adulterer or whatever that is I'm well, saying no, I mean, I'm saying not, I'm just not a rapist not all I'm saying is I'm not the one who took those vows I'm not the one who signed the contract but you know what Maybe I still did something wrong, and you know what? I'll accept that I did something wrong there, but what I was accused of was not that, and that's how I felt, and that's what happened. So, mm -hmm. that's my story to you. Mm -hmm. So, how do you feel about that? Well, um, was it a white girl? It was a white girl. Were, were all the other people white? All the other people involved were white. Maybe I should be hanging out with more brothers at the time, but that's just who I was with at the time. I mean, I was just curious about the All details. Right. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that sounds pretty obnoxious. Um, yeah. I mean, from what you say, it doesn't really sound like a misunderstanding. Like, the, like the thing I told you, you, you see what I'm... Like, the other situation from my other podcast, the disturbing one with the young guy. I mean, clearly, you, you can hear what's wrong with that, right? Um this is a different kind of situation um but you know um you know she it sounds like she has some issues you know like um sounds like she was really wild when her partner was away and sometimes um i think people when they have something to hide they um, sometimes try to use somebody else to take the blame to hide what they want to hide, you know. So who knows what happened? Maybe she got caught and she tried to like hide it by like saying that kind of thing, and um, um, which is unfortunate. And I think it it goes back to like the lack of women's power because I do believe that you can't have a situation where someone's always making the accusation because to be to be making the accusation you have to be on the bottom already so it's a form of like well I have no power so I try to use this thing that that only ex it like um, kind of advertises her vulnerability right accusing someone of rape is like advertising that you're on the vulnerable end. Oh my God, I'm the vulnerable one. I'm the one that's being fucked over. I'm right, and so and so it's a way for somebody who doesn't have power to try to like get power over something else, right? So fundamentally, you know, the problem with like we need to make we need to make um, gender equality if we want to end false rape accusations. <laughs> Just like if we need gender equality if we want to end rape. 
we need gender equality if we want to end false rape accusations. Um, but yeah, it sounds like, you know, this girl was really young and crazy and who knows, and I'm sorry that you got caught in the middle. Um, but, uh, but did she accuse anybody else? I can't say for certain. No she, she, she has but, accused but people in the past before. Knew. She accused people in the past before, and that's why uh, part of the reason why the but charges I mean, against the me party, were done. I can't say because I don't know. Because that's the thing. Like I can't like, say because I don't know. Because if she, because if everybody knew about your charges, if she had accused other people, they probably wouldn't know about those. Two, I think right? I was the only one accused that night. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, maybe she was. I don't know. People. I don't know. She did get caught. Her husband found out the next day what was going on, so I believe that was certainly a factor. Yeah. Because he came home the next day. I found that out as well. I think even the husband ended up calling my best friend and asked him directly about what happened. And my best friend explained to him the exact situation. And then he pretty much just says, oh, I understand. Because I think it's happened before, and I think he's known of it to happen before. Uh. It was a strange situation, and it just what happened to me. Mm-hmm. And... The way I look at it now was, you know what, maybe I shouldn't have put myself in that position, but I just didn't know. Maybe if, if you see a situation like that, you sh- I should never put myself in a situation where something like that could happen. And I understand that now. That was a wild situation. It, it was, it was right, what it you're was. You dealing with somebody who was really It was wild, what it was, and, and, I, and I, was, I guess I was young, and I've learned from that, and I've learned about myself since then, and I've had plenty of time to think about it, and I have changed my ways, but... I'm not saying I was completely... I was innocent of that, but I'm not saying I was completely innocent. I was in a position that I should never be in. And I put myself there. And now I'm going to I try to take more responsibility of what I do with myself and where I try to be mm-hmm. and what I try to do. Yeah. And that's basically how they treat women when women get fucked over. It's like, um, I've been writing this book about basically, like, m- manipulation by men. But, like, nefarious manipulation. It, you don't have to be a woman, but so far, it's all women who've given stories. And, um, like, um, not like, oh, somebody jumped out of the bushes and raped you. Like, somebody manipulated you. And it's not just rape. It could be, like, humiliation. Because that's the thing about, like, this dominant thing, right? Is that guys, guys get claps and daps when they humiliate a woman. You know, so and like, that might have been, to be honest, I was in the army. That was a culture I was in. I might have been asking for those claps and daps because when I was done, I went you were back telling people. and I talked to my friend and the girl that I was with, and went back for the claps and daps before the accusation came up. Because I'm not saying I was a hundred percent, you know, doing the right thing here. My motivation wasn't, you know, perfect. I was doing that because I was lying about who I was at the time, which was a virgin, because I didn't want to be put down for because there's stigma behind that in a highly masculine uh, environment, which is the military. Right. And I didn't want to be looked down with that label and that title. So then I went back. That's, that is partially the reason why I did that, was so that I wouldn't have that stigma, that title on me anymore. And, and look what it did to me. It wasn't a good event or experience. Did and you have, like a, like, a lot of, like, crazy stories you were lying about? Were you like, oh, yeah. I had, like, I had, like, I had like one that I made up at the time, like, during that party, during a truth or dare. I think I got asked about, you know, your first time. I don't remember making up some bullshit. I don't know. It was just lame as hell. I didn't, I don't know that had that many specific stories mm. that I had, but I even got asked even there at that party during the truth or dare, and I made some weak shit up. But I, I was, you know, putting on this fake mask of who I was. I was faking who, for no reason, it, it wasn't even for anybody else. I really, it was for me. I wasn't honest with who I was. If I have more confidence in what, with who I am, 
you know, maybe I would have better experiences, uh, but I wasn't honest with myself, and I, I blame myself for that. Yeah. Well, you know, everybody's like that when they're 19. Everybody's stupid, and everybody's a poser. And, I didn't pose you know. that much uh, up until I was actually kind of, you know, not really confident about it, but I accepted my tie, my virgin tied up and like even past 18, even not even getting on all through high school. Like, I accepted that. But once I got to the military to see how uh, the so-called virgins were treated and looked down upon as, you know, less of a person or a man, like I don't want to be that guy. Mm-hmm. So I try to create somebody who I wasn't. Right. And that that wasn't good for me at all. I didn't end up well. Yeah. Do you think that persona played at all into like a perception that you could be somebody who could be blamed for something like that? I don't know. I can't say. Mm-hmm. It put me in that position at least. I wouldn't have been in that position if I wasn't trying to fake who I was. I wouldn't have even been trying to do that with that person. There was no reason. The only reason I was doing that with that person was so that I could get, you know, the, the claps and depths. Like, I don't want to be. I just don't want to have that title, that stigma anymore. So I, I did what I just, to fulfill the lie that I was telling about myself. That's what I did, to fulfill a lie. Mm-hmm. And that's what happens when you tell a lie. They say, like, you're paying debt. You're doing something with a credit card, and you're going to have to pay it up somehow. And I guess that was me paying my debt. Yeah. Yeah, so you said it, it like, affected you sexually after that? I mean, still? I'm, I'm trying to be like I, I went when years without having sex ever since then mm-hmm. I don't even want to tell you how long you can a, tell me no one knows it was a long it was a, damn, it was a decade until I was 30 years old a whole you decade you didn't do it a second time with anybody else ever again so you never had a girlfriend or anything never a, a girlfriend that I was sexually involved with ever and I've never even told anybody that about how long that's been I think I might have told one or two you see did it, did it, like, affect your, like, your erection? To be honest, now, a little bit. Yeah. That ain't as strong as it could be. I wish I, wish I was still that, that, missed that whole 20-year-old decade that I could have been having, dropping, you know, the, the thunder. But it ain't there. I could, I could still get it back, but it's too bad. Hmm. Really, if you ask me straight up. I mean, now that's unusual because, like, I mean, I know it's a bad experience and all, but um, it was just like a one-time thing, and it's not like you had to go to court and drag it on and on. Um, sounds like it was, you know, it was over. It wasn't totally over. It bothered you, but it was like over, right? And um, and it was pretty resolved that she was like kind of wild and stuff like that. But um, but like, you know, I think it's normal for. So you never like. It's normal for people when they date, that they have, like, a relationship, that they have sex eventually, right? So, like, what was your longest relationship? I never really have strong, long relationships. See, now, so, like, just because you had, like, a bad night with this stranger, right? Um, Why, why does that, how and why do you think that would affect your ability to, like, have a relationship, like, a normal relationship with somebody? Because you didn't, it's not like you had a relationship with her and it went really badly. Like, you didn't really know her. And that was really the problem, right? So, like, um, but, like, why how, Why do you think it has affected you? Or do you think it has another reason? What do you think is... There's the- other reasons. I'm seeing my own counselor about it right now, right now. And I'm starting to change my ways. I don't know how much 
I've already shared more than I was even planning on sharing, to be honest with you. But I told you I was lying to myself back then, and I think I even created more of their lives about it since then. For example, not even being honest about the story to anybody since then. I don't think I've even been this straightforward honest to anybody I had a relationship with. That might have been it. Maybe if I would have been that honest about the person that I've ever was close enough to have a relationship with, that might have, I wasn't willing to. So that, that might be the results of that, about me not being open or honest with myself still. And I'm working on being honest with myself in the past year. I'm trying to change who I am and be more honest. And I'm seeing, you know, counselor for that, trying to go to group counseling now for that. Uh-huh. And I, I just don't think I've ever really been that honest with myself about anything. I mean, I, do you feel like you have to tell somebody that you're dating that you were accused of rape on your first time? I don't know, but I think uh, the subject of sexual experiences always comes up, and I don't think I've ever been that open or willing to express that. I think I've probably been avoidant of it. I think when I see myself getting nearing those situations, I think I subconsciously avoid these situations. I think that's one of the key factors is me trying to avoid something that I don't feel comfortable with. And I'm trying to not avoid that. Mm. Mm. So, like, do you have any siblings? I do. What? I have a younger brother who's actually about to get married real soon. That's it? Yeah, that's it. Mm. So, like, when you... What was your longest relationship? I don't even know what to call a relationship these days. Most times I've been in a relationship, I, it's been clear to me that we aren't actually in a relationship. I've never been in a sexual relationship with anybody, so you but can say zero. what's the longest you were, like, you know, seeing someone involved? I, I, I've seen somebody months. regularly for a couple of months. Okay. So right when it, like, hits that point, you're like, okay. Because that's usually at, like, you know, three months. Is Something like you, that. That's about, you're yeah. You're, like, either in or out. Yeah, that's, that's about it. Yeah. Um... And, um, do you, so, like, ha- have you ever tried to, like, have sex with somebody? I guess, I guess recently, within the week, it was successful. It was successful, I felt. Oh. Oh, oh right, because you said it was 10 years, so now you, you're doing it. Yeah. For the last year. Yes. Oh, okay. So, um... So you just do random stuff, or are you like, no, like it, dating? Somebody? It was it wasn't that random. Like, it was it was it was built up to. Mm-hmm. I thought with the standard build up to where it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that was interesting. So I guess the question everyone's always wondering as they're listening to this kind of stuff is like, is he telling the truth? And my gut on this is that he is. Um, You know, I prefer to go with the lady. Um, But no, my gut says that he is. Um, Now, there's a few reasons. And I have another podcast. I think it's number 12. Um, Disturbing Tale of Urban Youth. And on this particular podcast... The guest talks about how you should never fuck retarded pussy. That's literally what he said. And he talks about being 13 and basically raping a 12-year-old girl 
um, that lives upstairs from her, his friend's house. Um, but you know, he's talking to me like 35 years later and he doesn't even realize that it's like rape. Like he's complaining and I'm in, I'm just like kind of disgusted and like really can see where this is going. So number 18, number 18, disturbing tale of urban youth. So there's like a completely different attitude and and tone. And so like this would have been that kind of situation in disturbing in number 18. Um he just met that girl that night. Right? Just like this guy just met this girl that night. But you know, this is a different situation. So anyway, yeah, I'm my gut is that um the guest is is truthful and the guest has been traumatized by this incident that really didn't amount to to much um but traumatized him i mean he was a a a, a strange guy i'm not gonna <clears throat> deny that he's kind of a strange guy but not a threatening person by any measure so um so yeah but yeah, you know, there's always a chance he's like, oh yeah, I'm going to get on Millennial Sex Podcast. I'm going to clear my name. That's right. That's right. I'm going to dupe the professor. I know I raped that drunk girl that night when she was fucking sucking everybody's dick. I just, I just, you know, I just wanted some butthole. Yeah. I don't think that's what happened here. Um, because, you know, it is rape. If, like, someone agrees to have sex with you and then you fuck them up the ass... And that's not, it, like, to humiliate them or just, like, be a douchebag or whatever. That is fucking rape. Now, see, you're taking liberties. The thing is, you have to have voluntary domination and submission. When people are able to say, like, oh, I have a rape fantasy. Um, well, what part of the rape fantasy do you have? Well, I fantasize that I'm being, like, held down and, and like, molested and raped. You know, like, do you ever have the fantasy that you could hold someone down and rape them? <laughs> and if that person says yes, then it's like, ding, ding, ding. Let's play some games. <laughs> but the thing is, you have to respect the game. Should you do more than has been agreed on in the game, then you're disqualified. You foul. You're fucked. You get fucked. The head chopped off. The whole nine. Right? So, um... So that's the that's the difference. Anyway, thank you for listening to Millennial Sex Podcast. I'm your host, the Professor Double X, and I look forward to our next romp in the bedroom. Good night. <laughs>